Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 176. I am your host, Josh, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Black, and Jacob Rush, and we also have a guest with us here today, uh, Chris, who will be joining us for this episode. Hello. How are y'all doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to everyone, right? Yes. Yes, yes. happy Memorial Day. Those who have served. Yeah. Now, I know we've all been locked up for a while. Do you all have any fun family plans or anything today? Um, myself, I just, I don't really have anything in particular. I just went out with my kids and we had a little picnic. And then I had a church small group tonight. So, uh, which was the first time we've gotten together in months. And we had a, like another cookout. So, it was really fun. Bought the kids some swimsuits. They played some water games at church stuff. And, um, yeah, it was a good day overall. There. We're, we're pooped. I tell you what, we were been in the heat yesterday and today. Um, it's it's nice to just be able to go outside. It had been so cold. I think that was the worst part of the quarantine and stuff. So it was just here, at least. It was really gloomy and cold. It just really, I mean, you didn't want to go outside, and it sucked. So, And the fact that my new, my new hometown is just way, way more suited for, like, doing family things and, uh, so that's that was really really cool. Um, so nothing initially like planned out far ahead, but just did stuff with them mainly and had a blast, you know. So it's good. Nice. We were actually with the family that used to live in the town you live in now, Jacob. Um, yeah. That moved back here for whatever reason. I I enjoy being around them, but I I don't know why they moved away from where where they were. No, <laughs> I really Fishers like that. Is, Fishers is the number one town in America. Yeah. It's rated number one in the whole country. It's pretty crazy, to be honest. But yeah, well, anywhere in West Virginia is usually pretty darn low on on all the good <laughs> lists anyway. Um, but anyway, um, before we start jumping into our topic, uh, we will go ahead and see what we are all radical rexing about. So, of course, Chris, you are our guest today. So, if you would start us out. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, since we last recorded, it's been a kind of a mix of emotions <laughs> for me the past few weeks. Um, but it's it's been kind of stressful with uh, applying for my master's, but that's pretty much over with. So I'm glad, and now I can just relax for about a week until I start my certification class. So nice. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of like stressed to be able to relax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so lately I've been, um, I haven't really been playing too many games lately, but the ones that I have been playing include uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Have you guys ever played Dragon Quest Eight? Good game. <clears throat> I so, don't remember. Which one's the one with the, um, the dude with the bandana? <laughs> you is know what I'm talking about? That's Eight. 
Is that is it? it? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, the one with the hamster in his pocket. <laughs> sounds really weird to say. That's the one. Actually, now that doesn't sound right. No? I think... I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. What, what I, system is it on? Uh, 3DS. Okay, I've, I've played it on the 3DS. So okay. The, the okay. Same one. There's like uh, two or three on 3DS, um, like natively, you know. But um, yeah, what what makes it so impressive is that it is on the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they were able to put this massive game with all this voice acting, these incredible graphics, this incredible music, uh, just all these great details into a 3DS cartridge is unbelievable. Um, and I don't like RPGs, to be honest with you. I'm trying to get into them. And this is one to start out with if someone's looking to get into RPGs, if they never really gave it a shot. Um, I would still say, like, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Doors is probably the best way to start out. But um, Dragon Quest Eight is, like, it, it's it's such a great uh, second option. Um, cool. It's just, yeah, it's so charming. Um, definitely check it out. Um, other than that, uh, I've been playing Sayonara Wild Hearts on Switch. Uh, very weird, con- cool, uh, colorful game. And uh, I'm going to try to get back into A Hat in Time. I love A Hat in Time. And there you I go. Wait to be. Yeah, it's ah, so awesome. Can't say yeah. enough good things about it. So, yeah. How about you guys? Ryan? Uh, yeah, um, I uh, don't remember if I said this last week or not, but I uh, I finished up uh, Dragon Quest Eight or not Dragon Quest Eight, oh, Final <laughs> Fantasy Eight, <laughs> and uh, I took out uh, Omega Weapon and then finished up the game. Um, didn't take me very long to get through it. Uh, I forgot a lot about that last fight. Um, it was it was a definitely a challenge, and it's kind of cool to see that I was able to do that so young. Um, and then going back and yeah. experiencing it again in the remastered version, which looked a lot better, let me tell you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I finished that up. Um, I've been doing some uh, a lot of Pokemon Go lately. Um, this whole like event where it's like Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3 each week, you know, there's a different gen. Uh, we're currently on Gen 4, and I'm trying to get through all the events there and, and collect everything. Um, I had kind of an oh no moment. Uh, I went, I walked like a long distance to get to, like, this Pokestop, or this gym that was really far away to try to catch a Steel Pokemon. And I got there, and I beat the Steel Pokemon, but then it glitched out, and it wouldn't let me catch it. So I went mm. all the way over there for nothing. <laughs> so then I walked all the way back, you know, and... But you got some exercise. Yeah, yeah, there's that. <laughs> a dog was with me, so... Got... It was a hot one, but we, we made it okay. Um, and then I've been just playing, you know, diving into Breath of the Wild still. I am on uh, Illusory um, Water Blight right now. I have finished up um, the fire and the air. Um, I just have to finish Water Blight, and then I have to fight uh, Thunder Blight, and then I'll be done with that part where I can unlock the bike uh, for the DLC stuff. I'm nice. about 50 shrines done, I think. Maybe it's really like 49 now. And I have not done the Trial of the Sword yet, but that'll come soon. Oh I've taken down a Lionel now, so I am pretty confident about that. I think the only enemy in the game that I ever have difficulty with are the flying, um, the flying guardians. That one's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of challenge for me, but um, usually I break out the uh, the arrows for that one, the special yeah. arrows, ancient arrows, because I just I just don't know how to go about taking them down, especially in master mode. Uh, they're with them healing so fast. 
So, Are you still um, playing with the, the VR headset? Yep, I'm playing in VR. Cool. Yep. I actually, uh, when we, I, when you mentioned that last time that we recorded, I actually bought the the VR kit because um, I started to notice that it's getting really hard to find, and I don't yes. even know if it's available like anywhere right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I picked it up. I'm looking forward to something like that soon. So thanks for mentioning that last time. I want to say there was like a Target or Amazon or something. You had like had it like for like 20 bucks, and like and those oh. are gone so fast. Yeah, well, I got like all over that big so. one, like the $80 one. Yes, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't done a lot of the actual stuff in the game or in the, the actual like what came with the kit, like the game there. I did the there's like a gravity room. You can like throw stuff around. That's a lot of fun. Just I didn't even care about playing the games in there. Like I just loved like grabbing items and throwing them around and looking around the room. And it was really cool. Yeah, kind of make, cool. make anti-gravity room stuff. So. But yeah, um, the VR experience with Breath of the Wild is just oh, it's so good. Like it may be just a little bit blurry, but it's it's worth it. Honestly, I get so immersed in it, and uh, <laughs> I'm ready for for a, a good VR. I'm hoping that Nintendo does something with that in their next Switch iteration. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. You know, hearing you talk about Breath of the Wild, I won't lie. It's like it's kind of surreal how long how long it's been since I played it. Like. I don't know. Like, I can't believe it's been like three years. It's really kind of weird to think about, to be honest. But we're close enough to Breath of the Wild too. I'll just wait. I'm not like you. I'm not going to dive back in yet um, to the old one. But uh, it's just, I don't know. There's, just, it's just so massive to me. I'm just like, I don't want to reinvest all the time into it again. At least not right now, you know. Um, but uh, for myself. Um, I'm thinking about getting Ring Fit Adventure. Is that hard to find, or is that still pretty extremely? It's very hard to find. Yeah, uh, I'll try to find it. But I do recommend it if if that seems like something that you're interested in. It's uh, I mentioned this the last time that we recorded too, but it's the more you play, the more it's mind-boggling what they were able to accomplish <laughs> with such a simple uh, concepts um, with the ring. You know. Yeah. So I do yeah. recommend. I'll try to find it if I can. I'm not gonna sweat it if I can't though. But uh, um, I, the only thing I've been playing right lately is I bought Final Fantasy X um, from strong recommendation from our co-host, uh, part-time co-host Tom Qualls, um, and Final Fantasy X too. I bought the disc or the, the cartridge with both of them on it, and um, you know he he said he knows me, he knows what I like, and he said out of all the Final Fantasy games that this would be the one that I would really, really, really like. And so far, I'd say he's right. I mean, I I really love this game. Um, it I I love the the graphics. I love the story to it. It's very intriguing, um, and the pace is just perfect. I mean, there is no. I'm not being stopped every three steps to grind. Um, I feel pretty much in every battle every time I get to a new bigger boss. So like, I don't ever feel like overwhelmed and I got to go grind for two hours before I can beat him. Nothing like that. Um, it's it's very well paced. And the story is, like I said, it's interesting. It's it's really cool. And um, it's I'm pretty positive this was the very first and only Final Fantasy game I ever really saw. Um, back in the day at Ryan's when his PS2, I'm really looking forward to getting to the scene that I that I only have clearly one scene in my mind of any Final Fantasy game, and that was this game when he played it. Um, so I'm curious. I'm, I'm excited to get back to that point. I just got to uh, 
last I last night I just got to um, the scene where um, main character awkwardly laughs really really loud um, with the I think her name is Lulu. Is that the main girl who's the summoner? Yuna. Yuna. Lulu's the other the gal that's on your team. Yuna. Yuna has him laugh really out loud, <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of silly. Um, after that, I, I caught a quick to the night. But I played it the past couple nights when my daughter I was watching her little cartoons and stuff. So, um, yeah, just balancing life right now with uh, uh, responsibilities and um being able to game i didn't really game at all last week which i'm really proud of myself this is my first week in my own place by myself and i didn't play any games you know so i feel like i got to be more strict and careful about it because it could be easy to fall into a rabbit hole uh, to just play a game and um when there's work that needs to be done in life so um but tomorrow i start back in college um online with grand canyon university and um, I changed my degree from being a U.S. history teacher to um, business and uh, with um, and management applications, um, which was a great, I felt like it was a God move um, suggested by my counselor. And um, she uh, was amazed that actually like every single one of my credits transferred over. So I literally only have like a year left of college and I'm done and which is wow. just almost unheard of so it's fantastic um and i also signed up i'm going to be getting my certification in nutritionist become a nutritionist um i signed up last week for that so yeah i'm just kind of getting back on my uh health wolverine lifestyle the way i used to be i used to always want to look like hugh jackman back in the you know when the when the wolverine movie came out um back in like 2013 it's my, probably my favorite movie and he was so jacked in that movie i was just like i want to look like that and uh i don't know if i ever man. i yeah i don't know if i'll ever look like him exactly but I, i'll shoot my best for it and i i got pretty darn close to it in the past so um what better way i'm single um trying to get my life back on track would like to build a business out of uh my education with fitness and nutrition and um i'll be ready to mingle one day so i better look right for it too for the ladies so um uh but yeah so i'm everything's pretty good and i'm excited and uh taking life one day at a time focusing on where god's leading me so yeah josh what about you man you i saw you were playing that crap mario game again that paper mario game yeah yeah um with the recent uh, announcement with that Paper Mario Origami King. I decided to jump back into Color Splash. I hadn't played it in a few years. Um, and that was one that I never finished. I think it was the only one other than Sticker Star that I didn't bother to finish. Um, and I, I still kind of like Color Splash. It's got its issues. <laughs> um, it was but, funny I mean, and it really looked great. Out. Yeah, yeah. The, the battle system still an issue it's better than sticker star but it was still an issue um i'd like to get through it i, I don't know but i at least wanted to give it another go um outside of that really just trying to kind of preparing for things somewhat going back to a different sort of normal um still working from home so i can't complain there but i'm just waiting for them to tell me i got to go back to the office which i'm in no hurry to do because <laughs> i no fiber of my being likes being there <laughs> Aren't you applying for new jobs right now, man? Like, 
there are, I promise you, hundreds of jobs, if not thousands, probably available for people who had to leave because of the virus or you had to get let go. So this is a prime time to, if you really want to jump ship, start researching and looking out there for at least something better than where you're at, you know? That's my recommendation. Yeah, there's that whole other, I guess it's a whole long story in itself. But yeah, I'm keeping my eye out for things and praying and there's a lot of I guess a lot of praying in a lot of direction that needs to be done in that area. <laughs> um, but outside of that, really, just been kind of getting in what little bit of game time I can. We've been doing a lot of work, things. But uh, one of the reviews, kind of an an odd one, I guess I've been putting some time into for one of my reviews is Oddworld. Um, hmm. I can't think of the – Munch's Odyssey. I get all the Odyssey. titles confused. Yeah. So I've been playing on that one some, and it's interesting. Um, it's, it's weird. I don't know if maybe you've played it, Chris, but, um, it's, it's like, it's good, <laughs> but it's got just a good handful of glaring issues at, that make it really feel aged maybe more than anything else. I haven't played it, but it, I was always curious about it. I remember growing up and seeing the commercials and being like, this is, it's kind of like, I was wondering if, is this Banjo-Kazooie just like weird? <laughs> Um, so I was always curious about it. It looks like it could be cool and interesting, but um, I have seen some videos for it lately because I, I noticed that it comes out on my birthday this year, and it's it's fun to get like a fun new weird game on, on your birthday. And uh, yeah. um, I just don't know how I feel about it. It doesn't look like it's bad, but it, I, I just don't know what to make of it. So yeah. uh, would you recommend it to someone like me? I think you have a good idea of what my taste might be. I want to say yes, but it's a little bit pricey. I, I think if you buy it right now, it's still on the cheaper end. Like, I think right now it's 30 Yeah. But I think if you wait, it's going to be like 45 or something. Okay. I, I'd almost even question it at 30 <laughs> I mean, it's it's good, and the story's cool, and the characters are funny and all of that sort of thing. But there's just some weird, like, they like to use, like, the same button to do, like, everything. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, some weird, just, I wouldn't say glitchy, just some weird age things about it not to get too far into it i guess but i don't know maybe keep an eye out for sale <laughs> look into it a little bit like was i kind of on the right track with it being like a weird banjo kazooie no um if i could compare it to anything um maybe i can't think of the name of some of them but there's like a little bit of a pikmin vibe to it not okay. vibe but like you can guide some guys around to kind of fight for you yeah. um and lemmings kind of comes to mind there's actually a game I used to play on the Super Nintendo some that I thought of. Um, it's not exactly like that, but there's like Krusty's Funland or something <laughs> from The Simpsons. And he had to guide all the mice to the end. A lot of it's like that. It it mixes it up some. Um, cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll write about it and, and send that out before long. But cool, it's interesting. That. I do yeah. remember the ads a lot too, by the way. Um, especially yeah. like the magazine. They had like the big soda looking thing that looked like a Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I remember like, yeah. that was Xbox was really pushing for that to be like one of the the main yeah. franchises. Uh, didn't really work that way, but it's okay. That's interesting. Uh, I remember in elementary school, um, I had a friend named Josh who was like just raving about this Abe's Odyssey game for PlayStation. So it's weird to hear it like that it, it jumped over to Xbox for that. Like weird. Yeah, Xbox was <laughs> taking and, everybody and it is, in, huh? And it is coming to Switch, correct? Yep. It I is. think I also saw that the Stranger, Strangers, Strangers Wrath, I think it is. 
Yeah, I think I heard that one might be coming to Switch too. Something with like, already on there. Like Maybe. something Abe's. Uh, I don't know. One of those subtitles might be coming too. I feel like a, a few Odd World games are coming to Switch. Yeah, the one I'm playing now, the Munch's Odyssey, is the third one. But like, if you play it, it shows summaries of the first two games on the main menu. That's pretty cool. But, oh, that helps. Good. Cool. Anyway, we should probably get jumping into our topic here. We are talking about one of the Mario Party games, probably my personal favorite, one of my favorites at least, Mario Party 3. So, uh, like I mentioned, this one was one of my personal favorite ones from back in the day. Um, I've played all the Mario Party games, if I'm not leaving anything out in my head right now. Um, And while the recent ones have been a little hit and miss, the 64 days and the GameCube ones were all, I think, were good. Um, But 3 was definitely one that stands out. 3 is one I spent a lot of time with um, on the 64. And it was sort of like the best of... To me, it was almost like taking a lot of what was good about 1 and 2 and just putting it all into a, a new package, um, slapping a few more characters and things like that on it. But, uh, Chris, I know you, you have some good memories of this one as well. Um, do you, did you play it like back when it first came out, or did you get it in more recent times? Or A little bit of both. Um, my first experience with Mario Party 3 is, uh, it's weird. Uh, I was on vacation with my family, and we were in a hotel one day. And I was, I was just bored, and I noticed that there was an N64 in our hotel room. And I'm not sure if other people were able to experience this, but uh, at the time, you could like call the front desk and be like, hey, I'd like to play N64 for an hour. And it was for a very absurd price. It was like 10 or $20 just to play an hour of some N64 game. And Mario Party 3 was pretty recent at the time. So I was like, yeah, let me give Mario Party a shot. I think that was my first Mario Party game. And I'm like, I'm on vacation. Let's let's give this thing a try. Um, and also, Waluigi seemed very weird. So I'm like, what? let's see what this guy's about. And uh, yeah, so I played an hour in the hotel room. I had a blast. Um, I was a little confused by like the menus uh, and like items, you know, like coming from someone who never got a chance to experience those things before is a little uh, intimidating, especially when you have an hour to play it. But um, in the end, I loved the mini games. I loved the boards. I loved everything about it. Um, And recently I picked it up just a few months ago, actually. And I would say uh, it, it is probably the first or second best Mario Party uh, by far. The mini games are awesome, yeah. boards are awesome, and you can tell that they really took the concept that started on N64, the Mario Party concept, and really refined it and made it this ultimate experience in 3. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I remember about it, too, is the single player actually in it. Um, yeah, it did just pit pitch you up against other computer players but there was a little bit of a story behind it and there was also the uh dueling boards um and that was actually one of my favorite aspects of it uh where you would pick a character and you could get a partner and every every character had their own defaults and you could put it in the front and the back you'd go around the board you could get another partner and all that sort of thing um which worked out really well for me because i always played as yoshi back in the day and his is boo 
I, I still remember that to this day. And his was like my favorite one. It was a cheap one. He had a good attack power and all this stuff. But I really liked that. Um, and I, that never came back. Yep. And also mm-hmm. something that never came back and didn't really appear in 3 is the costumes that were in yeah. Mario Party 2. Um, I was talking about that with Ryan before. And it's just interesting that the only time that the costumes appeared were in Mario Party 2. Um, so I just, at the time, I thought that was like a fun little unnecessary uh, bonus for the game. But um, hopefully they bring that back one day. It's just like a nice little extra. That is um, one thing that 2 had on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. No, 3 uh, popped up uh, a couple years actually later. Um, it was, uh, t- I think it came out in North America finally in May 7th. 2001 um but the uh mario party 2 was in 99 so you had like two years of development there and and um you'll notice that they come out a little swifter after that four and five were only a year after yeah effectively after so um you know this was something that they had some time to work on and get right and um now it's on the box art it does uh say like 70 all new mini games um was it just the 70 you were limited to or uh did you have like some of the older ones make an appearance or did they keep it pretty original um at, up to this point uh josh what do you think i um I, i'm not that familiar with two or one i've only dabbled in them but i did see like a lot of the games that were featured in three um appeared in like similar forms in later games so what do you think it's it's been a little while since i've really dug into it i actually did pull three out recently but especially with one and two it's been a little while um i do believe there is some that are at least close to many games that have popped up before like in one and two um i think there's <laughs> one that's basically bumper balls which started in two or no i'm sorry that may have started in one, in one. Now i can't remember yeah but uh little things like that maybe they're a little bit has a little bit of a different take on it um but there's a handful of repeats but for the most part it's new stuff and and there's a lot of good ones in there um i'm actually kind of scrolling through it right now as we're talking just trying to remember some of the best ones like one i don't know if you remember snowball summit was always one i like where you had to roll up a big snowball and then you could aim it at wherever you know wherever the other players are and you could just fire it at them to knock them off the cliff that was always a favorite of mine yeah um there was that mario's puzzle party game that I could just go in and it was almost like a, I think it's almost like that, uh, shoot, it came out on the Switch recently. I can't think of the name of it. Um, it was a game that was called Tetris Attack over here, but it's not really Tetris. But oh, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's something like that. That was hard to play, though. The controls for that were a little wonky, but it was still a fun interaction. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they had like swamps thrown into the mix and the, the brick uh squares and i <laughs> i was playing that the other day and i was like i don't get this <laughs> but it, was, it was still fun uh even even like the worst mario party game uh mini games are still a blast you know oh i'm sorry eats a pizza that's one that was always <laughs> stuck out in my head on this one do you remember that one no i don't <laughs> What's that one? Well, it, was, it was a two versus two mini game where um well, obviously it's it's a two-on-two game where each team is like on different halves of a pizza and you have to, all it is, you have to hit the A button and you're like crawling around on it and you got to eat like the whole thing or whoever eats the most before the time's <laughs> up wins. And I was always like, epic. I'm still pretty get darn good at it. I'm just nailing the A button really fast. So I could just like zoom around the thing 
like a lawnmower. <laughs> I think I could still do it. I haven't played it in a while. But that one always stuck out in my head. Hmm. Um, do you remember the one with Big Mr. I? Yeah, yeah, where you have to roll, run around it, I think. And like whoever, I think it was a battle mini game, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember, but um, and I think it's just like a four player one, but you just run around an eyeball for 15 times while fire flies at you. And I'm like, it, did someone have a nightmare and decide to turn this into a mini game? <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Probably. Um, yeah, still fun, but uh, that was a weird one. There, there, there's there is excellent mini games in this one. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm glancing at the list now, and there was a lot of fun ones in here that I'm remembering. Um, I love about uh, Mario <laughs> games is how they they have like clever names for the games, and it's like sometimes I wonder if they came up with the name first before they <laughs> uh, made the game, like uh, you know, Puddle <laughs> Paddle, like. It's just these silly names that it's like, how do they come up with such perfect names for them? Um, hide and seek. That's perfect. <laughs> Goofy puns and dad jokes, and then they put that put a mini game to it. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to the localization team. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, crazy... My, um... Go oh, ahead, sorry. Uh, I was just going to mention one more mini game. Uh, yeah. If you guys remember or played uh, Crazy Cogs, where someone spins the the cog around and you have to avoid the bill, bullet bills coming at you. Um, it, you know, that's a, a lot of the the Mario Party mini games are kind of um, uh, similar but changed up a little bit with each iteration, which is fine. But I love any mini game that's like that, um, where it's like, you know, one versus three, and the other three have to like avoid something that the one is. Uh, shooting at you but um i'm sorry jacob what were you saying oh no you're fine um i was gonna say just real quick yeah with my own like i honestly don't this is probably i'd stop playing mario party after two to be honest like i did not really they lost my interest pretty quickly um but three the only my only nostalgic memories for it are honestly i was at a target on the east side of indy and I just remember walking back in the back of Target where all the games were and TVs and just seeing the advertisement for the game. And I remember seeing Waluigi and Daisy for the first time. And that, that really intrigued me that there were new characters because I had played one and two a lot. Um, but seeing that there was new characters, like, who is this? And Waluigi at this time, I mean, he basically was brand new. Um, Daisy wasn't, but this was really, like, one of the first times Daisy had been brought back to, like, being present in people's eyes so i did think that was pretty interesting and cool um uh, and intriguing so uh didn't intrigue me enough to actually want to get the game but i mean reading up on it it looks like the game was pretty mediocre in people's eyes like it did not get the best ratings um it was criticized for not doing like not shaking it up enough and it like chain it was pretty similar to one and two which which I think is ironic for what Mario Party is today, because Mario Party today, people just wanted to go back to what it used to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's changed, it's been changed up so dang freaking much. Even the latest one, guys, like, was it finer than the last one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But it's not, it's... It's not what it was. I mean, I don't. I really don't even like the feel of Mario Party. I don't feel like they move well in the mini games. Um, I mean, granted, I guess they never really didn't move amazing, but 
I just, I don't know. There's just still something off. Um, the boards are way too small today. Um, they're not, they're not very big. Um, there's only four. Yeah, there's <laughs> only Mario four. Party. There was more it, than that in the first game. Yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, especially in a world of DLC, like we should have got tons of DLC from Mario, new Super Mario or Super Mario Party. Like, really surprised considering it sold really well. Yeah, which I mean tells you they're working on the next one. You know they are. It's probably come out this year, True. but at, at this rate. Um, but I would hope that there'd be a lot more boards um, and to be better. But yeah, I don't really have a ton of nostalgia for this game. Uh, but those are just kind of my quick thoughts on it. It did sell over a million copies, so worldwide. Um, it's interesting too that we were still back in a time where like this game came out December seventh of two thousand in Japan. And then it took, you know, almost six more months before it came back to before it came to America. Well, uh, when I was doing a little bit of research for uh, our episode today, um, I was thinking, hey, maybe I have a Nintendo Power issue that might feature this game, and I did find it. Nobody, you guys can't see this. Um, oh, I remember that one. But uh, it's on the what is this? Nice. and Ages magazine. And uh, I remember uh, I was reading through this and I was like, cool. oh, this is what made me want to want to play this game. And um, you you notice when you're looking through the magazine that the hot thing at that time was the Game Boy Advance. So people were uh. distracted by that and not really paying too much attention to uh, the N64 and also thinking about the GameCube that was near uh, yep. on the horizon, too. So. Uh, yeah, Mario Party 3 was kind of not really in the spotlight at the time. No. Definitely was one of those like end-of-life games for a system, which sometimes are sweet gems. Like Paper Mario was an end-of-life game for the 64, and it was a huge hit. It was a great send-off for the system, but something like this kind of gets looked under, overlooked, I guess, uh, in that process because of what it was. Well, this game, um, you know, Ryan mentioned that there was a little bit of a gap between uh, 2 and 3, and it really is a shame that this one um, was kind of overlooked at the time, because uh, I, I mentioned this before, it really is a refined version of what they were trying to achieve with Mario Party 1 and 2. Um, there's so many items in this game. I'm looking at the list right now. There seems to be like 20, and they're really clever. Um, and something that I really appreciated going back to this one is the menus were very thoughtful and um, considerate of like your playtime. Um, you didn't you were able to save after each round. Um, there were lots of uh, handicap accessibility options. Um, you lots of different options that you could turn on and off. So you could tell that they they took this time to really think about. <laughs> Um, how to make the experience that much better. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I was uh, going to say with my... Oh, I'm sorry, Ron, go ahead. Um, so my uh, nostalgia for the game was, uh, I think it was maybe John Hester had the game. And um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like someone tried to show it to me. I don't know if they rented it or what, but I got to play it once. And I remember asking, so where are the costumes? <laughs> and they're like there aren't any costumes I'm like why would they take that out this game is instantly bad 
<laughs> so I decided that Mario Party 3 was not the game for me because it didn't have costumes in it. <laughs> and none of them, neither other, any other games had costumes besides two. I know, and it makes me sad. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that Super Mario Party 2 will have costumes and have that... that, that My, thing. with the two in it, but to be honest, I... I'm actually, maybe I'm in a minority. I actually did not care for the costumes. I'm a traditionalist. Like, I don't like, even Odyssey, everyone's like, I love to change the outfits. Or in Zelda, I love to change my outfits. No, I just, I want to play, am I, I want to play in the image that is in, drilled in our brains. Like, if I could, if I change DK's tie, I cannot play as a yellow <laughs> tie Kong when you're player Can't play two. play as the second team. No, I, I've got to have a red tie. Red tie with yellow letters. Same with Mario. I don't want to change my outfit. I want to be Mario's outfit. So to me, I never was really big on the whole costume changes, and that actually was a turnoff for me. But I know I'm in the minority there on that. A lot of people loved that for two. I don't know. I don't really... When people freak out about, like, in Pokemon, like, oh, my gosh, I can go shopping. I'm like, skip past this crap. I just want to see the real stuff. Like, I, I hate that so much. It's just me, though. I know it's the uh, rest of the world cares about that. Anytime that, I'm giving an, anytime that I'm given an opportunity to dress as Cowboy Mario, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> Even in real life? Uh, okay, you got me there. <laughs> it's still me. <laughs> but Maybe for Halloween. Something that you can do in this game, and I don't remember like the context behind it, but I was playing as Wario, and I was on a, uh, a map, and Josh, hopefully you can help me out with this, but suddenly my Wario became a Wario Bowser. Oh my. Why was that? <laughs> do you know what could have caused him to uh, change into that disturbing form? Oh. Let me try to get it straight. You were Wario, and you turned into, like, Bowser, well, Bowser with a Wario head? uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. So he had a Bowser body with a Wario head. Now, like I said, some things are mixing together a little bit, because they keep re-releasing two, but not three. But as as far as I remember, because I played three again, like, a week or so ago to kind of get ready for this again, um, you would only do that when you used a Bowser suit item. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I, I was playing with, like, the text on fast mode, and by the time uh, it, they explained what had happened, it was gone. I was like, wait, wait, why am I a Bowser now? What happened? <laughs> when, you, uh, when you use it, and then you roll your dice right afterwards, if anyone's in, like, if you roll a six, if anyone is in your path, you take 20 coins from them. That makes sense. All right, because I had a, a minor episode when I saw that I became a Bowser <laughs> out of nowhere, so. Shame is haunted. Um, I have another question, Josh. Um, when um, when I was playing the story, uh, this was really silly, but uh, the Millennium Star, who is the, the game, is basically centered around this Millennium Star, who I think might even be in a, uh, a Paper Mario game. Um, you apparently collect stamp cards, and they reward you, uh, you like you get a stamp for wit, beauty, courage, love, and I'm like. I'm playing Mario Party. What does a wit stamp have to do with anything? And how does one achieve that in Mario Party? I, I've wondered that myself because, like, the second one, for example, if, if you're playing, depending on who you're playing as, like, you would go against Yoshi in, in the duel for the kindness stamp, which <laughs> I, I never could figure out, like, how beating the person with that trait 
gave you that trait because it's like, yeah, I'm the kindest one, and you're playing as Wario or something. It's like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> you can't win it if you're you can't win the beauty stamp if you're Wario either. So right. So like, I, I never quite understood that. But looking back at the chart because I pulled it up online a little while back was what's kind of funny is. You know, they all have all these characters have different ones. Um, I forget who Wit is, but like Donkey Kong has strength, for example, and Mario has courage. But the one that isn't listed on any of those is Luigi. So like he replaces if you're playing as one of those characters, he replaces them. So I don't know if that means Luigi is like the superstar of all of them or whatever, or just is the biggest loser. It's one or the other. (laughs) Well, he's a superstar to me, so I'll stick with that. But anyway, have, did you ever beat the single player by chance? Uh, I um, I rarely throw my controller, and uh, I think the only time that I did was last night because I was hoping to you know get a feel for what the the solo mode was like. And you have to beat the the entire board and get first place. And if you don't, you have to start over. And yeah, the game did not save, so all the mini games that I unlocked and all the modes that I unlocked. We're totally white. So I did not play it again um, because, uh, no, you don't do that. (laughs) See, I I guess that was back in the day when, like, I had more time, you know, to, like, focus on one game. Now I'm downloading stuff all the time, and I've got too much going on at once, to be honest. But, like, I guess I don't remember that being much of an issue, but Mm -hmm. I could definitely see where that could get frustrating. Um, but, option where you could like turn on the save, like it could save after each turn or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah I do that all the time. By default, that wasn't on. I don't know why, but yeah. Well, when you beat it, I won't. <laughs> it's kind of goofy anyway. I guess I won't mention the ending of the story that has a weird, sudden kind of. I don't really see the point of twist, but um, when you beat it, whichever characters you go through the story with, that rock like behind the castle is like a Mount Rushmore. And their heads go up there. Because I remember I'd beat it with Yoshi, Mario, and Donkey Kong, I think. I had back up on that rock at one time. That's pretty um, cool. That was just a neat little extra thing after you went through it. I think it wanted you to go through it with the six main characters, but I never did quite do that. But... Uh, yeah, there's there's fun little weird things sprinkled into this game that, uh, you know, like the, the wit stamps... And turning into a Bowser, there's all these weird, unnecessary things happening that I actually really appreciate. Um, and some of them, like a, another example, is like Bowser Jr. questions, uh, where they would just randomly ask you, "Hey, do you keep your room clean? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me that?" And like you have to answer that, and like you get a reward or a punishment depending on their mood or something. Pretty so, much luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is this here? But at the same time, I, I do appreciate that they included this ridiculous uh, section. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great game. I just, it would be really cool if, like, they could bring it back with online. Um, like, just playing N64 games with an online mode, maybe in the future they'll include it with, like, Nintendo Switch Online. Because the whole time I'm playing this, you know, I'm, I'm in my house and I can't play with my parents. And uh, it would just be really cool to like play with like you guys or my friends, my other friends, uh, um, uh, while we're under quarantine, you know, because the mini games are awesome. Yeah, I mean, every time they've re-released the Mario parties, like the '64 one, it's only two um, on the Wii on the Wii U. I don't, I never quite understood that. 
I think they released it on the Wii. Uh, I think only two and three were re-released on Wii, and then on Wii U, I think only two was re-released. Um, not sure is that logic. I'm sorry. Um, I'm thinking that that would kind of work today with Mario Party 3 because it did save and, and had that feature. If you could somehow have the online play, they didn't include the online play in Super Mario Party. You could play mini games together online, but you couldn't actually play the actual boards. But, oh, that's ridiculous. I didn't know that. But if you actually take, you know, that save feature and have each person's like inventory and stuff saved. So when you stop um, stop playing with friends like in the middle of the game, you can all get back together again with the same people and have everything kind of sync up again and play again. That'd be kind of a cool idea because it was kind of baked into three in a way with the savings so why not do that with a 64 uh, hopefully we'll get 64 online but we'll see <laughs> go ahead Josh. Um, uh, Josh did you have any favorite maps well I was actually going to mention I think I, I really like the uh, I can't think of the name of it the water one I was trying to pull it up real quick I think oh, it's uh, blooper or something see yeah, yeah, and that that one I always thought was pretty cool. I, I always thought it was interesting in this one where like they all had different themes, but Waluigi got his own map. Like none of the other characters did, but he, he was like sort of the the last um, the last person you had to go against, the last main character, so to speak. Yeah, pretty cocky for the new guy to be like, oh, uh, come play on my island. Yeah, <laughs> he had only the been last place he ever got. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I noticed in the game then that, and it's probably the same with uh, all the other Mario parties, that the music is pleasant, but not, and like kind of catchy, but it won't drive you crazy because you have to hear these same songs over and over again. Um, and Deep Blooper Sea was a really good example of that. It's a very pleasant song, it's pretty chill, and you can. You know, if you're if you're playing a room with like a bunch of friends, it's not going to drive any of you guys crazy. But um, yeah, that that's a favorite of mine too, Deep Blooper Sea. And um, I, I appreciate the little gimmicks that they have on each island. Like uh, with Woody Woods, they change the uh, the path after each turn. So uh, yeah. you know, one second uh, or for one turn, you're going uh, up. And then once everyone's uh, turn is over, okay, now you have to go down. And so it's it's a bit of a headache, but it's it's fun. Interesting. One thing with the 64 maps in general, three included, um, I always like the pre-rendered look of like the backgrounds. Like it, it, they made it look like so much was going on there. Like there were different characters doing different things. Some of it was like static images, you know, sure, but it still looked nice. I, I, I like there was always something cool about it. That I feel like again they don't really apply to the ones today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely miss that. Yeah, uh, it's it's really cool that they uh, like this is something that I when I talk about them refining Mario Party for this one, that especially is something that they pulled off really well um, with the boards. Um, Mario Party one and two. They had very static boards, and you know they looked cool and cute and colorful and stuff. But with this one, 
they had little animations here and there. Um, but, you know, they're working on a system that is not that powerful. And something that they did with this particular version is they made it into a storybook aesthetic. So everything is flat for a reason because that's the aesthetic that they're going with. So you'll see, you know, everything is still uh, a sprite based and, and pre-rendered, but that's part of the aesthetic. It's part of the storybook theme. So I thought that was pretty clever of them to kind of integrate that kind of look into um, the limitation that they have to work around. For sure, yeah. And unfortunately, this was the last one that did that. Um, you know, I mean, we got better graphics after that, but there was something sort of charming about it. Exactly. Um, I guess one other little thing I almost forgot to mention there that popped up in this game that I don't believe popped up again was the, the game guy mode, like with the shy guy, mm -hmm. where you would basically bet all of your coins and one of those little mini games and you could choose like you could maybe double it or there was even an option you it was extremely unlikely but you could get 64 times your what you have in your pocket or you could leave with nothing um and i actually do remember getting that once before and i had i had like the max non 999 coins once in one of the dual modes but um i always like going back and just kind of messing around on those games i don't know if you remember that well i think it it might have only popped up in dual mode mm -hmm. um if i remember correctly yeah, any anything that's like that where it's like high stakes, it's always fun when you like you have a room full of people and everyone's like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And you know, if you win big, great. If you lose big, you know, that's that's fun too. Um, but it, it's fun when they implement things like that. Yeah, and w with with that included, I I do really wish they'd bring back that dual mode. Uh, it was a little unbalanced. I think some of the partners were. Like some would be super expensive and not be that useful, and then others would be kind of the complete opposite, including some people's like default ones. But other than that, I I still don't quite understand why they haven't tried to bring that back or or put some sort of smaller version of it or something. Mm -hmm. Just one of those odd one and done things in in an older Mario Party. Yep, it's it's I am I do appreciate that they did try experimenting with different types of modes for this one. Well, um, I don't know if the rest of you guys have much to say about it. Like, uh, I know you all hadn't put as much time into it. Um, unfortunately, back then, it was just a weird time. Like you all said, for one thing, it was months away from the GameCube release and mm -hmm. near the end of the 64 and all that sort of thing. Um, right. I do have to say a special shout out. I know she's not listening, but to my to my 87-year-old grandma that bought this game for me <laughs> back in the year 2001, <laughs> I actually remember sitting at my sister's dance recital that I was extremely bored at and she walked me over to the mall and bought it for me with the player's guide. <laughs> so nice. I still remember that. Actually, when I pulled it out I, I sent her a message um, a couple weeks ago, I took a picture of it and sent it and said hey, thanks for buying me this game like oh, 20 years ago. That's cool. That's <laughs> nostalgia right there, brother. <laughs> that's nice. I, uh, I got, I mentioned this before, I got uh, Mario Party 3 very recently. Um, I'm not even sure. It could have been this year, like maybe January or something. Yeah. And it's worth a lot of money. I'm looking it up right now. I really? think I, like yeah, I, I think I paid like $65 in like wow. price. Yeah. And from what I hear, um, N64 games at the moment like during quarantine and everything going on are just astronomical. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully everyone has Mario Party by now. Uh, at least the N64. Man, are you saying I should start selling some stuff? I got a bunch of 64 games that I, I 
Works You're so scared. hard to. <laughs> I would regret it in the future, but yeah, I just tempting. Never do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if any of you got a chance to play um, the Mario Party, the Top 100, I believe it was a 3DS game. I want to say yeah. uh, the, they put it like was the best, the best in, that, in Mario yeah. Party uh, in this Mario Party game, and uh, Mario Party 3 had a few entries in it actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, Snowball Summit, Bounce and Trounce, Rock and Raceway, Mush Pit, Toadstool Titan, uh, Chip Shot Challenge, Ice. Ice Rink Risk, uh, the beat goes on, um, and then it had the battle uh, Storm Chasers and Three Door Monty. Uh, one versus three was Title Toss. Uh, two versus two was Eats a Pizza, and then the two-player yep. duel was Vine with Me. So if you if you've played that 100 game, you may have played some of these Mario Party three uh, ones that nice. came from this game. So yeah, I remember some really iconic mini games in this one. Did you play the top 100 by chance? No, I, I I keep meaning to, but it's just like I need boards. It just feels weird without sure. boards. Yeah, I, you... I got it just because I've played them all, um, and and it was cool going back and revisiting some of the ones, especially I hadn't played in a long time. Uh, the mini games, at least. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was worth the full price I paid for it, but there was like a neat little museum-y kind of mode where you could go back and I could look at the box art and I was like, oh yeah, it's really cool. So it brought back some good memories. Um, and it was cool playing some of them that, you know, came from the 64 that looked a little bit better. I, the one thing that really made me mad around that time period, and I'm so glad it's over, is was why in the world was that released on the 3DS when they had a home console? Because I couldn't play that stuff with my family that I wanted to play it with. I right. played it by myself or like the one or two people that I know have a 3DS and like nobody like wants to sit around and play their little 3DSs. Like, uh, I don't That's... know, maybe I'm just old. <laughs> well, whenever they do things like that, it's, it's just because the install base for the system is already as high as it's going to yeah. be. Um, and the switch was still finding its footing. So I guess it's more of like a business decision. It, I, I totally agree with you, but I think that's just why it happened. Right. Yeah. But um, I do oh. want to try because, uh, you know, I would love to go back and play a bunch of different <laughs> games from all of the different Mario Party games that, uh, that have existed. Because it's, I, I don't know, I think all the Mario Parties have something to offer, even like the the more worse ones, you know. Even nine. Yeah. I stopped after eight, to be honest. I, I, I don't know what that car thing is about. It's not for me. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. That was Break a bad idea. Yeah. Should have known my ex-wife was bad when she told me Mario uh, Party uh, 9. That was the one on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Or yeah. no, no, no. Nine was on Wii. Yeah. Ten. Ten. When she told me Mario Party Ten was the best Mario Party ever. <laughs> uh, no. I would say eight, actually. Eight, okay. I, I remember. I remember when I was trading it in towards Switch money, and she's like, "She's like, you know, you're trading in the best Mario Party ever, right?" I'm like, I just looked at her. I'm like, no. Let me put this into perspective here. I would rather play Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival over <laughs> Mario Party Nine and Mario Party Ten. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I actually spent a little bit of time with that game. It's you would. Uh, it's it's a thing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to interpret that. Well, I, I almost defended it, and I was like, no, it's not that. It's not good. It's just. Anyway, to play bad games. <laughs> talking about amiibo, the proven thing. Right, right. 
Oh man, I you're on your own for that one. It, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not even gonna get. It, yeah. it it had its merits, and they almost had something, but it just derailed. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just tired. <laughs> so well, why don't you wrap this up here? Side note, real quick, uh, before uh, we we wrap things up, uh, if you do want to try a uh, a great not Mario Party Mario Party uh, Fortune Street for Wii is a really good game. It's got Dragon Quest characters in it, and it's got Mario characters in it, and it's all about like it's kind of like Monopoly meets Mario Party in some ways. Huh. It's kind of like a financial game. That is that is one I don't understand why it's not come back because it <laughs> it is cool. My wife got into it more than I did. She actually played through the single player stuff like completely and beat it. Like I got too frustrated because it would take like three hours to just lose. So then I'd get mad. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's still it's still fun. Um, it, it is one of those like if you know what you're doing, you can crush everyone. Because I, I can't ever play that game again with my cousin like Monopoly because he can just destroy you. Um, he makes you think you're winning, and then like right at the end, he just like he he drops all the stock prices or whatever. He knows what he's doing. But yeah, it, it really is a good game. Um, if you ever get a chance to check that out, and hopefully they'll bring it back someday. Yeah, well, I'll have to look into that. I just—it's one of those games where I just can't believe it exists. <laughs> like, who decided, <laughs> hey, Mario Party, but with Dragon Quest, but with Monopoly? <laughs> I don't make that mix myself, but it, it was cool. At least the Mario side of it, I really like. Nothing against Dragon Quest. I just, you know, Mario—it felt more Mario appropriate, sort of, I guess. But, <laughs> um. Well, anyway, I will wrap this thing up um, before we go on too much longer. But if you guys have anything else to add, go right ahead. Otherwise, I am going to shut this thing down. Good. <laughs> but check well, out Mario Party Three. That's all. It's a very yeah, good yeah. You can find a nice legal way to check the game out. <laughs> Please go do so. It, it's definitely a favorite of mine. Um, so with that, we will go ahead and wrap things up. Um, you guys, Ryan, do you want to close us out here? Sure. Uh, Chris, did you want to do any plugging with your uh, where people can find you? Uh, I'm just on Facebook. <laughs> okay. uh, nothing, nothing really going on with me. But uh, you know, feel free to friend request me. Uh, you can find the show. Um, you can listen to us over at thenintendovillage.com/slash Nintendo Nostalgia on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nintendo NOS on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. You can find us on our Instagram at Nintendo NOS IN. Uh, shoot us an email at Nintendo Nostalgia IN at gmail.com. And you can also give us a call on our Nostalgia Hotline. Share your memories and show us some love at 317 969 5690. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. Later, Preston. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See ya.